Unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living. My name is Donna Opoka, and I will share the announcements with you today. There is still time to sign up for Reverend Kelly's next Zoom class entitled Working with the Law, which begins on Tuesday, January 4th at 6.30 p.m. It will be on Tuesdays from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. This class examines 11 spiritual laws that can be put to work within and used to live a more abundant and prosperous life. The required text is Working with the Law by Raymond Hollowell, <clears throat> which is available on Amazon.com. To sign up for the class, please email Reverend Kelly at seniorminister@unityfh.com. Next Sunday, January 19th at 12.30, the women's group will be having a discussion on past life regression downstairs in the social hall. It is suggested that you buy and read the book Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss, which is available on Amazon. There is a $10 love offering for our guest speaker, Elmarie Newsom. Our critical conversations class 
resumes next Monday, January 10th at 7 p.m. And they run the second and fourth Mondays of each month. The men's group meets again on Saturday, January 15th at 10 a.m. here at the church in room two. Our Zoom family trivia game night returns on Saturday, January 15th at 7 p.m. Everyone is welcome to join the fun. Just go to our website and click on the link on our homepage or under the calendar of events. We are having a new member service on Sunday, January 23rd, after our worship service at 11.15 a.m. And it'll be on in person and on Zoom. So all new members are asked to fill out the membership form on our website under About Us by January 23rd. Our annual meeting is on Saturday, Sunday, February 13th, after service at 11.30 a.m., also in person and on Zoom. It's important that you renew your membership annually to retain voting privileges and for Reverend Kelly's annual minister's report to Unity Headquarters. To vote in the annual meeting, please renew your membership by February 6th. To stay abreast of our weekly activities, and upcoming events, or to check out our outreach resource page, go to our website, unityfh.com, or read through our weekly newsletter, which is emailed every Friday. To sign up for our weekly newsletter and email blasts, go to our website and fill out the form on the bottom of our homepage. To schedule an appointment with Reverend Kelly, or to request prayer, please email her at seniorminister at unityfh.com or call 248-737-9191. Her office hours are Tuesdays from 10 to 4 and Wednesdays from 11 to 5. Prayer requests may also be placed in the prayer box on our counter across from the sanctuary or emailed to the prayer chaplains at unityfh.com. Our prayer chaplains are Roxanne Berry, Eileen Lindbergh and Lynette Kelly, and we are so thankful to them for their sacred service to our spiritual community. This takes care of the announcements for today. So now, please, as our music team sings, surely the presence, let us open our hearts and minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer and meditation. And constellations. 
But if I use a telescope, I can see details with much greater clarity. This example could describe my spiritual life as well. I may go about my day mindful of my blissful feelings and kins kinship with all the people. These things are more the, are, these things and more are the fruits of my faith. But I find clarity during times of intentional contemplation when I meditate on the truth. I feel the presence of God, feel my consciousness, and touch my heart. This clarity informs my thoughts, words, and actions, bringing my faith to vivid life. And the scripture for today comes from 1 Corinthians 13, 12. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And just allow your attention to float down into your heart center. Take a deep breath again. Tune into the peace that is God within you. The quiet and the stillness that holds you. The love that embraces and accepts you no matter what. We acknowledge that in this space is where we tune into that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe. God, the good, omnipotent. We acknowledge that we are one with God. So we are good as well. We tune into thoughts of love right now. Knowing that as we tune into love, think on love, feel love, we co-create the experience of love with God. We release anything blocking us from feeling the presence of God fully, from having the ears to hear God's message today, and the eyes to see how to go out and live it in this world. We affirm God's greatest good in our lives and in the lives of everyone in this world. And we commit to living the truth that we know. Take another deep, deep breath. And exhale fully. And just sit in that feeling of love just for a little bit. Let it resonate within your entire being. Allow this state of peace to be with you throughout the rest of this service, the rest of this day, and the rest of your life. God, we thank you for your mighty gift of love that loves us, holds us, guides us, protects us, just the way we are, and teaches us to love others as well. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we pray.
Thank you, God. Amen. Now you may open your eyes. So let us go ahead and affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. Let us go ahead and affirm our growth affirmation as well. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And I forgot to say Happy New Year to everybody, so Happy New Year. <laughs> We're going to have our first special song. Dear younger me, where do I start? If I could tell you everything that I have learned so far, you could be one step ahead of all the painful memories still running through my head. I wonder how much different things would be, dear younger me. younger me I cannot decide do I give some speech about how to get the most out of your life or do I go deep and try to change the choices that you'll make is there the choices that made me and even though I love this crazy life Sometimes I wish it was a smoother ride Dear younger me Dear younger me Condemnation would have had no power. My joy, my pain would have never been my word. If I knew then what I know now, would have not have been hard to figure out what I would have changed if I had heard. Dear younger me, it's not your fault. You were never meant to carry this beyond the cross. The younger me, you are holy, you are righteous, you are one of the redeemed. Set apart a brand new heart, or you are free indeed. Every mountain, every valley, through each heartache you will see. Every moment brings you closer to who you were meant to be, dear younger me. Dear younger me. You are holy, you are righteous, you are one of the redeemed. Set apart a brand new heart, oh you are free indeed. You are holy, you are righteous, you are one of the redeemed. Set apart a brand new heart, oh you are free indeed. You are holy, you are righteous, you are one of the redeemed. Set apart a brand new heart, oh you are free indeed. Can we give them another hand, please? 
it's interesting because um, I love that song, Dear Younger Me. I've given that assignment to people to talk to, and I've done it myself, to talk to your younger self and tell your younger self what you needed to hear. I'm just touched. That's all. I'm just really full right now. I have a testimony. It's cold outside, and that affects breathing for me. And uh, as I was coming in here to start this, this, this uh, service, I couldn't breathe. That scares me, you know? Like your lungs just lock up, and you can't bring in a breath. And I was telling Faith, I'm, I can't breathe. Luckily, I have my inhaler, and a lot of times I try not to use it because I don't want the steroids in my body, and it, it, it hurts when your lungs are forced to open up, right? But a lot of my breathing comes from when I was younger, and I took on things that other people said about me that were not true. And I didn't have the voice to say, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're lying about me. You're not telling me the truth. I didn't have the words to say it, so I couldn't breathe it in. I couldn't breathe life. And I was trying to live in an, a, a, an oppression that someone else put on me, that other people put on me, a people-pleasing situation. And it's hard to breathe when you're in that situation. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? And so it affects your body. It makes it hard to breathe. So I'm re realizing that when I'm having those moments, there's this song that Lauren sang a couple weeks ago, and that maybe it was last week, and it's something that when you guys sing these songs, they really touch me. Like, I am so, I am so grateful, Nicholas, and to the music team that you find songs that really touch, not just stuff that is fluff and gets you excited for no reason, but something that really speaks to your heart. And the song, Just Be Held, has been in my mind. So as I'm down there letting the, ster the steroids work, I heard it, Just Be Held, let it go. Stop holding on to, you need to breathe without steroids. Just, you'll get there. Just be held. And I could take a deep breath. I wasn't trying to force it. I just let it come. How many times do we force? Just let it come. Whatever it is you're trying to force, just let it come. And I love, oh, thank you, sweetie pie. I told Howard I was going to use parts of this. And this is sooner than I had planned. I'm just going by God. I always go off script. God's like, we worked you, we practiced you anyway. We're going to put the pieces together however I show you to put the pieces together. But there's this part that says, so when you're on your knees and the answers seem so far away, you're not alone. How many times have you felt alone in your life, trying to put things together, trying to discover why, trying to figure out how, trying to figure out when, and, and, and feeling so alone? And we're feeling so alone because in our mind, we've turned our back on the one that's holding us. And we've let go and started walking away in consciousness. Never, never in oneness because you're always one with God. But we start in consciousness trying to figure it out ourselves. And when you turn your back, your consciousness on God, you do feel alone. The moment you come back, in those moments where the world feels like it's falling apart, this aha came to me last night. And it stuff, stuff rushes into me as a, as a feeling that's really strong. It's like a tidal wave that comes in. When your world feels like it's falling apart, it's falling into place. And I ask God, what does that mean? When we try to hold on to the world that we created in our human flesh, you hit a, you hit a brick wall because there's limitations in the human consciousness. And then when you trust God and you decide I release it, it crumbles and falls apart so that you can have your life that God created to you come together. Those pieces can be pulled. There's still pieces of you, pieces of your personality, but they get to be put together in place the way they were meant to be, the way they're written on your heart, the way they're originally created in your consciousness when God conceived you in God's mind before you were conceived in your mama's womb. 
So when it feels like the world is falling apart, and it does, it feels like it sometimes. Right now with what we're going through, with all of this that's going on in the world, it feels like it's falling apart. And it is. It is. Hatred is falling away. Greed is falling away. Superiority is falling away. All of these things that limit us from being the full expressions of the Christ expression of love and oneness that we're meant to be, they're falling away. We cannot hold them together because they're, they're counterfeit. It's imitations of us so that the truth could come forth. So we let it fall away. We let go of judgments. We let go of expectations. We let go of resentments, unforgiveness, anger, all of those feelings, insecurities, anything. Let it fall away. Because, you know, on Christmas Day, we gave birth to a new awareness of God, a new awareness of the Christ inside, something that was new in our nature this time. It was time for it to be given birth to, to unfold in our life, to be realized, to be aware of in consciousness. And so when we did our burning bowl, we burned away those parts of the facade that we created, that mask that we've been wearing in our personality that is not the true you. So we let go of that old that we adopted so that we could step more fully into the true. I said Friday, I don't, I don't usually say let go of the old for the new. I say let go of the old for the true. Because on each and one of every one of our hearts is a powerful superhero. I mean, some sweet business is inside of each and every one of us, waiting to glow so brightly that it blinds those who see us until they get used to it and, and, and start to embrace who we are in our fullness. And you breathe your fullness. I'm 53 years old, and I'm just now stepping fully into that. A couple weeks ago, we, went, we saw this little clip that says, put one foot in front of the other. And that's what I've been doing, getting used to walking on my own, but not walking on my own by myself, walking on my own without all everybody else's opinions of me, but with God's opinion of me. And so today, we're going to step into another facet of how God sees you. We're going to open our eyes to have a consciousness to know how God sees you. So everybody, make sure you have your white stones because we're going to use those today. The title of my talk today is Embrace Your New Name. And the scriptures... The scripture that I'm going to start with comes from Revelation. It's chapter 2, verse 17. I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. This is like gold to me. When, um, when Tammy uh, Bottom started coming to Bible study, she said, that's a life class. And I said, yeah, because we're reading the life book. We're studying the life book. So it is a life class. Revelation 2, 17, anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give some of the manna that has been hidden away in heaven. And I will give to each one a white stone, and on the stone will be engraved a new name that no one understands except the one who receives it. Notice it doesn't say, I will give you a stone and write, it, write your name on it. It says that on the stone will be engraved. It's already there. It's already there. The essence of who you are is already written on the stone of your life, the foundation of your life. And every year we grow into a new facet of it. You know how our bodies develop every year. You move into high, higher expressions of yourself. You move from the younger you into the into a newer expression of you, a more, ma more mature expression of you. And I love, 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 love. Can I say love, 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 and love some more? Working with younger people to get them to see who they are so they can shave off years of holding themselves back and step more fully 
into the name that is written on their hearts. I love that. And when they get it and they soar, ah, like my son and daughter, my daughter's 28, my son is 24, to see them getting it before I did and to soar in it. Don't you feel that way when your kids get it or when those who are younger get it and it's like, oh, my gosh, you're rooted. And then they get to go further sooner than we did. That awareness is there. So let's dig into this. Anyone who has ears to hear, hearing represents being receptive. The ears represent the tools we use to be receptive, the willingness that we have to be receptive. When you're ignoring what you know to do, you're not having the ears to hear. Simon, Peter's name was Simon before it became, before Jesus transmuted and changed it into Peter. Simon means to be receptive. It means to be a listener to that which is inside of you. It means to listen and be receptive to the truth that you are. But there's two ways of listening. One is to listen to it. The other one is to do it, to live the truth that you know. And so when you have the ears to hear, it says you must listen to the Spirit. That is spiritual law. That when you're in the flow, the flow of the law takes you over to ebb itself in your life. So when you have the ears to hear, you are rooted in spirit. You must hear. You must hear. Because in the realm of spirit is the truth of spirit. So you must hear it. You must hear it. You can't hear it in the human you got to create a relationship with God so you can go in and hear inside. And the only way to do that is spending time loving God, communing with God, talking to God, having uh, time with God, meditating with God, and praying. But not praying what you want. When you truly pray, we've said this over and over, it's communing with God tapping into the words of God, and then speaking them through your power center. That's the power of prayer. That's why in unity we center ourselves, take a deep breath, and bring our consciousness down into our heart so that we can tune out the world and what we think we're supposed to say and tune into what is on the, right there on, you ever heard, on the tip of my tongue? It's right there on the tip of your spiritual tongue, the power of who you are, to speak it out. To speak it out, but you cannot speak it out until you get the ears to hear what spirit is telling you to say. Does that make sense? And it says that you must listen to, which means hear it coming in and then heed it as you go out. And then you understand it deeply. And when you start living what you understand, you become the expression of wisdom. You move from Thomas, which represents the spiritual power of of understanding, and that's the month of July, you move into wisdom, which is representing James, the son of Zebedee, and that is the month of March. It's your spiritual wisdom. You shift into living the truth that you know, which is wisdom, James. And then it says that uh, it's what you, you hear what the Spirit, the Christ in you, is saying to the churches. Church in Hebrew terms, means the Lord, the house of the Lord. But as far as we're concerned, metaphysically, we are each individualized expressions of the house of the Lord. And when you're tuned in, you must hear spirit because you're tuned in to spirit. It's like, you know, we, they have a radio station that sends out the frequency that the program on the program. The program goes out in a frequency. It doesn't, you, it doesn't come out with the sound. It goes out in a frequency, and you are the radio tuning into it. And, and you get close to it, and it's, you're part of it, and it's staticky. You can hear a little bit of the program, a little bit of the music, but it's staticky because you're not tuned in. You don't have the ears to hear. But the moment you tune in and you get it, it comes rushing into you, right? When you, get, when you get the right station, when you tune in, don't you hear it clearly? It's because you have the ears to hear. Friday when you wrote out the things that you were going to burn and then you wrote out the things that, you, that God says are coming into your life for this year, you had the ears to hear. It may not have made any sense. Sometimes it's not supposed to because we're supposed to grow into it. If you knew it already, what's the purpose of faith? What's the purpose of growing into it? You can't mature into something if you're already there. Amen? And then the kicker is, 
When a baby starts to walk, he strengthens the muscles. He learns a lesson about coordination. All of this stuff is in place in the walking. It's the same thing when we live into and mature into that spiritual truth that's inside of us. And as you go along the way, you pick up these tools, you pick up these ideas, you pick up the spiritual principles and the spiritual laws that you can use when you get to your destination. So we're ready to embrace our new name. Your new name is your new nature, the new aspect of your consciousness. And to everyone who is victorious, it says. And victorious means to overcome. It means to, it, I, I thought at first that it meant to resist temptation, but that which you resist persists. So it means to take the temptation and transmute it into truth. I promise you, any way of thinking that is a false error thought, there's an opposite and equal truth thought. Change to that truth thought. And the moment you step into that, you get an awareness. You get an aha. And that aha causes a euphoria inside of you. That aha is manna. It's the nutrients that come from the understanding of it. It's the knowing what to do of it. It's the manna. And it says from the hidden, uh, hi, uh, hidden plate, what does it say? Hidden away in heaven because of spiritual consciousness coming to you. This is deep business. Like when you really look at this, this is deep business. Then it says, I will give to each one a white stone. Now, in the Hebrew times and Judaism back in Jesus' time, if you owed a debt and you couldn't pay it, you became the servant to the person who you owed the debt. You had to work it off. If you were put in jail, you, you had certain years that you had, had to um, be in prison or jail. When your sentence was over and when your debt was paid, you were given a white stone. And the white stone means that you are now free to live in society. So if someone came to you, uh, a Roman uh, guard, soldier or somebody from the Jewish traditions, ask you, did you pay off your debt? Yes, I did. This is the stone from the people who I owed. This is the stone from the prison showing that I am, I am free to live and interact in society. But the stone also shows that you've moved into another level of spiritual freedom, spiritually. And in, on this stone that, that, that God has given us is the spiritual aspect and the spiritual power that you are. And there's an old adage that says, with, with great power comes what? Great responsibility, right? And then Luke 12, 48 says that to whom much is given, I'm ad living. To whom much is given, much is required. Oh, thank you, baby. He put it up there. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. Whatever it is that we write on our white stone, it is not just for us. We are part of a society. We are part of a human race. We are meant to be show and be our experience of heaven on earth. So whatever comes to you that you write down, God will show you how to be that expression for the greater good of the world, not your highest and greatest good, but for the greater good of the world. Amen? And then it says that the rest of Revelation 17 says, it will be engraved a new name. It's new to you, but it's not new to God. And, and, and no, no one understands except the one that receives it. Each and every one of us is a unique expression of God. Even if two people get the same word, I promise you it's going to be expressed differently because our fingerprint is just as unique as your fingerprints. You have a spiritual print as well. And, I, and you know when you, you, you leave and you have your fingerprints linger, your spiritual print lingers wherever you go. And the vibration of that print either makes the place better or makes the place worse. I say let's be a spiritual imprint that blesses even greater than wherever we are, a person, a place, a situation, a circumstance, blesses it even better than it was before we stepped into it. Amen? So let's take your stone in your hand. And for those of you at home who don't have a stone, a little piece of paper will work. And hold it in your right hand. No, hold it in your left hand and put your right hand over your left hand. The left hand is receptive, is receiving, and the right hand is giving. 
And then just gently close your eyes and take a deep breath. And just ask, what is my new name, Lord? And let it come to you. And then when you feel it, write it down. Yeah, sometimes you can get two words. Sometimes it's just one. And try not to ask why. Just let it freely come. I'll give you one more minute for it to come. Nope, not yet. And then when you got it, hold your hold it in your hand and hold your hand up so I can know that everybody when everybody's gotten theirs. Okay. And now take it and put it to your heart. And say, Thank you, God for helping me to unfold into this new name, my new nature. I embrace it, I receive it, and I live it and be it. Take a deep breath and breathe it in. And visualize somebody who you love so much hugging you, the, the type of per the person who you love for them to hug you. Visualize them right now hugging you and whispering in your ear, I hold you in this name. And then visualize yourself holding them back and receive it deeply. And know that the God in you has embraced you and is opening you up to embrace your new name and your new nature. Thank you, God, for your divine gift of love that blesses us no matter what. Amen. Are you ready to embrace your new name? I'd like you to affirm this with me. I embrace my new name. I embrace my new nature. Amen. You guys can come. And so now we're going to have our second special song. And while you're hearing the song, just get used to the idea of being the vibration of your new name. You're the king of everything The one who taught the wind to sing The source of the rhythm my heart keeps beating They say you can give the blind their sight And you can bring the dead to life And you can be the hope my soul's been seeking I want to tell you now that I believe it I want to tell you now that I believe it I do that you can make me new page on an open book write your story on my heart come on and make your mark author of my hope maker of the stars let me be your work of art won't you write a story on my heart write your story write your story come on and write your story write your story won't you write your story I know it's never really been mine So do with it whatever you like I don't know what your plan is But I know it's good, yeah I want to tell you now that I believe in I want to tell you now that I believe in In you So do what you do oh, I'm an empty page I'm an open book Write your story on my heart of my hope, maker of the stars, let me be your one 
song <laughs> perfect 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 it's good to have a music and Nicholas and I don't always talk beforehand it's just he knows I let him do his ministry and I do mine and God brings them together so let's give them another hand thank you Donna all right so now that we've moved into our consciousness of our new name and new nature we've moved into a greater expression of awareness of prosperity let's close our eyes and take a deep breath and bring to mind what you feel led to give as a love offering to Unity of Farmington Hills. And now let us go ahead and affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And if, you want, if you're giving online, of course, you know to go to unityfh.com. And you can make your donation that way through credit card, PayPal, or through your debit card. Um, I didn't mention this for a while, but when you do your, your, make your purchases through Amazon, make sure you link smile.amazon to Unity of Farmington Hills because we get proceeds from they donate to every time you purchase. And that's some sweet business to me. Um, if you're mailing in your payment, I mean payment, your love offering, <laughs> mail it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> and I want to tell you all that I truly, 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 truly appreciate every single way that you give to Unity of Farmington Hills of your time, your talent, and your treasure. It is a joy to be such a small church, but such a mighty church. Amen. And uh, you can, there will be someone in the, uh, out in the hallway also to take your, um, your love offerings as well. Let's stand up so we can go ahead and do our virtual prayer circle. So just imagine us being in a circle and connected to those who are online as well. And let your mind float to someone who you feel needs prayer, even if that person's you, and call their name out into this virtual prayer circle. John, Yandi, Cayenne. Lisa, Ashley, Dion, Rosie. And Lord, as you're hearing these names being called out, we know that you are tapping into and tuning into their nature, and you are rewriting in their consciousness the way in which they're being willful, moving them into willingness. You're shifting the false consciousness that they are living in into the true consciousness. And as we take on our new nature and our new names, and embrace them deeply as you embrace us. We step more powerfully into our truth. And we see each and every person whose name is called into this circle stepping into their truth. Their truth is they are divinely, perfectly healthy, whole, and complete. And the perfect right solution is there right now, unfolding in your divine timing, in your divine way, and in your divine purpose. Thank you, God, for your mighty gift of love. Amen. And now let us affirm our, peace, our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. 
The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Now let's sing our peace song. Before you all leave out and before you all tune out, I want us to just hold your hands out to receive the blessing of God that this will be the greatest year of your life, the greatest love you ever experienced with God, and the greatest experience of yourself walking and being the presence of an individualized expression of God. We receive it, God. We thank you, God. We acknowledge it, God. Amen. Thank you all. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page, unityfh.com donate.